welcome back to the OWA Talks podcast. I am your co-host Stephanie here with my co-host Sandra. And today our guest for this month is the co-leader for women at National Vision, Susan Larson. Welcome, Susan. Well, thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. And thank you, Sandra and the OWA for having me today. I'm really excited to be here with you. We are excited as well. So thanks for being with us today. Uh, let's go ahead and start off. And can you share a little bit about your background and experiences so our listeners can get to know you better? Sure. Um, well, I live in Chesterton, Indiana, which is about 40 minutes outside of Chicago for a point of reference. And I live in Chesterton with my husband, Gregory, and our two little dogs, Franklin and Truman. And I've been in the optical industry for about 33 years. So I started as a child. Um, I started uh, as a receptionist in 1989, and then I became a lab technician. Um, I made the switch to retail optical in 1991, and in 95, I became ABO certified. A couple years later, I became NCLE certified, and in 1999, I joined National Vision as a multi-unit leader. Um, with them, I've had many roles like corporate trainer, field trainer, store operations. I've actually worked in 17 different states for National Vision. I travel quite a bit, training new managers and facilitating new store openings. I absolutely love what I do. I love that no two days are the same. I love all the people I meet along the way and the good and important work we do in our communities. Um, I've worked with various volunteer organizations like the Lions Club and LULAC, which is the League of United Latin American Citizens. And I served on their women's board. Susan, you've definitely had an impressive career with many different volunteer activities and um, different work positions. How'd you get involved with the OWA and why do you think it's such an important organization for women in the industry? Well, I'm a very recent addition to the OWA uh, since taking on the responsibility of women at National Vision. Um, National Vision is a corporate sponsor of the OWA and Megan Maloney is on the OWA board of directors and serves as professional development fund committee chair. Megan was instrumental in facilitating the memberships for Tracy Slim and myself. Tracy is a co-leader with me for Women at National Vision. I have taken a deep dive, however, into the OWA site and wow, is it impressive. I was able to find advisory groups and review past meetings. I loved the one minute inspirations written from our peer group. I think this segment is especially impactful because the situations are so relatable. And then of course, this podcast, uh, which you all have dedicated to bring women together to make us stronger, to lead and to grow, which of course aligns perfectly with the OWA motto of connect, inspire and lead. And on a note, I also just ordered my t-shirt. I love that t-shirt. I have I one to get well. that. You have one as well? Oh yeah. <laughs> you got to have the t-shirt. Well, I actually ordered one for myself and for uh, my co-leader. She doesn't know that yet. So I thought I would surprise her with one of those. Well, that's exciting. 
Yeah. So you, you work for a company that has been recognized for being a good employer for women and having a gender balanced board. Can you share with us some of the strategies that have been effective in creating that kind of environment? Well, Forbes listed our company as one of the best employers for women in 2021 ranking us among other notable retail brands like Sephora, Trader Joe's, and REI. The 300 companies named were selected based on independent data survey, or excuse me, independent survey data, along with consideration of other factors such as women's representation at the executive and board levels and company initiatives to improve gender equity. We also received the highest ranking given by the nonprofit Global Education and Advocacy Campaign, which is called 5050 Women on Boards, for balanced gender representation among the independent members of the company's board of directors. According to their latest directory, National Vision is only one of 169 companies on the Russell 3000 index to have a gender balanced board. I spoke with our CEO, Reed Foz, earlier this week, and he said that feels like half the independent directors of the company should be women. And we are lucky to have women like Naomi Kellman, she used to run Vistacon, um, Heather Chianfraco, she's from the largest insurance company in America, United Healthcare, uh, Susan Somersill Johnson, perhaps America's leading marketer of financial services, and Virginia Hepner. Um, she's frequently listed as one of the most influential people in Atlanta in various publications and successfully ran the third largest arts organization in America after a successful career in banking. Reed left me with this quote, we have a great board, and I think one of the reasons is that we have a gender balanced board. So I love to hear about some of the, the things that, that your company is doing. And one of the things that we're um, talking about today are employee resource groups. And so you were very instrumental in creating National Vision's first women's employee resource group. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I'm so glad um, to be here to talk about this. So employee resource groups fall under our diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy. In 2020, we saw that 76% of our associates are women. So it made sense in order to reach the most associates that we begin with this group. Uh, the timing of initiating the group fell in line with March being um, Women's History Month. And we knew that the purpose of the group had to be putting people together and giving women an opportunity to discuss topics that are important to them. So many instrumental women came together to make this happen. Nikis Doherty, who is our manager of culture, DE&I philanthropy, she really took a deep dive into researching employee research groups and how best to implement them. Um, the DE&I team then held a WebEx meeting, introducing the ERG to anyone that wanted to attend and then opened up applications for those interested in applying to be a co-leader for Women at National Vision. I applied and interviewed with Nikis and Jacqueline Grove, who is our Senior Vice President for Talent Development Culture, DE&I and Philanthropy. 
and gratefully they chose uh, Tracy Slim and myself to lead the movement. Tracy is an amazing partner. Oh my gosh. She is a uh, district manager with National Vision. She also has about 30 years in the optical industry. She is a great friend and a mentor. And I absolutely love, love, love working with her. She's the best. The goal with women at National Vision is to have the co-leaders really take the helm. So she and I having a great working relationship is, is going to be key. Tracy Scott, who is our Director of Culture, Philanthropy, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, Nikis, Jackie, and Megan have been very kind with their time and their leadership. And as co-leaders, we are tasked with helping to draft the charter and setting goals for women at National Vision. Together, Tracy and I spend a couple of hours each week discussing strategy and planning. Um, Tracy and I are now holding quarterly WebEx meetings and events with guest speakers that are open to all associates. Additionally, we meet with the women and men on our panel monthly to discuss next steps with our group and to keep everyone in touch. We were received with great enthusiasm. Everyone was super excited when we um, rolled out Women at National Vision, and we really want to keep that rolling along. And Jackie shared a, a, a great line with me. She says, it is the hope that all involved will be a different person a year from now. What I want to know is what exactly is an employee resource group and what benefits might they help to serve in a company? Well, employee resource groups are employee identity or experience-based groups that focus on creating community and belonging for employees. So ERGs are most often centered on bringing together a group of people with shared gender identities, sexual orientations, race, ethnicities, interests, backgrounds, and other perspectives. Generally speaking, the groups are volunteer-led. Um, so I volunteer my time to lead to co-lead uh, Women at National Vision. Employee resource groups, um, they benefit a company by becoming a universal part of enterprise diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Together, ERG members and organizational decision makers work to create um, an open forum for employees who share a common identity to raise common concerns or issues, especially those that company leadership may not be aware of an inclusive company culture. ERGs form connection through common causes or interests, a positive work environment like forming uh, gender neutral restrooms, personal and professional growth and development, work opportunities, and of course, support and resources. So when you were thinking about the employee resource group, what helped you focus specifically on women for this group? With 76% of our associates being women, it only made sense to begin with women as our first focus. We will reach the largest percentage of our associates this way, and then that will pave the way for other groups to follow. Initially, we considered rolling out three ERGs in the first year. However, after digging into it and how important and impactful this new venture would be, we decided to roll back to one in the first year, figure out how to do it really well, 
and then move on to adding more groups. We look forward to having BIPOC, Pride, Latino groups, and so on. I can imagine launching three groups in a year would be a, quite an undertaking. <laughs> Absolutely. It was a big bite. So looking forward, what additions or changes might help make the group stronger? I think the biggest challenge is getting people to buy into groups. Um, it is volunteer, but the group exists to help you grow and to have a better work-life balance. I find that people are sometimes apprehensive in joining or volunteering because they have to make a commitment. I also find that if you deliver on what's in it for the associate, the buy-in easily follows. We also ask each panel member to bring one new person to the WebEx so that we can grow our numbers month over month. Looking backwards, is there anything that you might have changed when creating this group that you could share for those maybe who are thinking about starting a group like this so they can learn from the experiences you've had? Well, it's a little soon to look back for us, but I think the best advice we can offer is to learn from other groups or companies that have launched ERGs. We found that most are willing to share best practices and turning points. So how might other organizations get started with an employee resource group? Lots of notes for you here, Stephanie. Uh, to get started with an employee resource group, you wanna assess the needs of your organization. Which group would be a great launching point? Like we decided that women would be an excellent launching point for National Vision. You'll want to attend seminars about ERGs and maybe even ask to shadow others' meetings. Address one ERG at a time. Learn to do it right and then duplicate the process. Once you begin your process, collaborate with employees that are interested in joining. As the saying goes, begin at the beginning. Develop the mission. The mission guides the group's initiatives and campaigns throughout the year. And of course, your goals should align with the company's goals. The mission is the purpose for creating the group and the goals outline specific activities. Turning Point Leadership, which is a great resource for us, Turning Point Leadership Group suggests identifying what are the core values of the group? How can we differ differentiate ourselves from other groups at the company? What actions need to be taken to achieve the group's mission? What are our short-term and our long-term goals? Who will take the lead on the execution? And what are the financial restraints? And then next, you'll want to engage executive sponsors. Executive sponsorship is crucial to the success of your ERG. To gain buy-in, find executive sponsors who have demonstrated commitments to DE&I. Ideally, although not required, um, these executives will identify with the group that you're sponsoring. When asking an executive to sponsor your ERG, approach them like with some talking points and data that showcase how the ERG will positively impact your employees and the organization or company as a whole. And then, get your employees involved. ERG leaders should devise a plan and work with their team to develop outreach strategies and generate interest for their group. 
work with your contact in HR to make sure you're communicating with all potential employees participants. For example, with women at National Vision, it's not just women who can join. We ask for allyship from men as well. Additionally, promote your employee resource group in multiple channels like email blasts, flyers, hand out at, hands out at meetings, um, and employee onboarding programs. I would even talk about them in the interview process as you bring new associates on board. To encourage buy-in from all departments and levels of the organization, it's important that ERGs align with their goals to company objectives. For example, recruiting, attending career fairs, sharing job openings within their networks, and referring qualified talent. Professional development, identifying emerging leaders within your ERG community, hosting leadership workshops for diverse employees, and fostering mentorship between junior and senior executives. Like I said, I've been, um, I'm so grateful for all the mentorship that I've received so far from leadership in our DEI department. Cultivating an inclusive culture, embedding inclusivity into the company culture by raising awareness internally and elevating the company's brand within the communities that the ERG represents. And lastly, select leader. Remember that the most commonly that this is a volunteer-based position. As you identify the goals for your groups, you wanna make sure that the people leading your ERGs are capable of executing those goals. You should be looking for ERG leaders that have good standing in their performance, uh, that these leaders should be people who consistently meet or exceed expectations from their day-to-day -day jobs, that they have trust among employees in their identity group. Part of being a leader with an ERG is about getting buy-in from your members to where they feel comfortable telling your lead what they want and need from the group. The ability to create and lead effective teams. Although your ERG leader will be the face of the group to the rest of the company, running an ERG is, an, is a group effort. It's important that your lead can manage a team of people who handle different pieces of the work like planning events, tracking, budgeting, things like that. Getting started with this, begin with your mission, engage an executive sponsor, get your employees involved, select a leader, and all those pieces coming together will really help you move your ERG forward. Susan, thank you so much for, for being here with us today. It's been great to really learn more about successes that you've had um, setting up the, the Women's Employee Resources Group, as well as sort of how others can do that. As we wrap up the podcast today, would you be willing to share one last piece of advice with our listeners? Although this may be cliche, I might say that the best piece of advice I have is to keep saying yes. Um, when the challenges come, and they will, stand up to meet them. Um, find a mentor, someone to help keep you in check and to stay your course. Launching an ERG might be difficult work, but it will be the hardest, best work you'll do. Wonderful advice. Um, I am, I was unaware of employee resource groups and now it's <laughs> something I'm going to seek out because it sounds awesome. So thank you so much for talking to us about it today. 
Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Stephanie and Sandra. I've had an absolute blast with you guys today and, and preparing for this today. Um, you know, I didn't know about employee resource groups not that long ago myself. And now I'm all in because I can see the absolute benefits this has for really getting buy-in from your associates that your company has your best interest at heart. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you spending the time with us today. And it was, I and also had I, a lot of fun. Could I add one more thing? Sure. I just wanted to say thank you to all the wonderful women at NVI that helped me prepare for today. Um, all the mentorship that I've had and uh, for believing in, in Tracy and myself that we can really lead this group forward. Well, thank you, Susan. And we will see everyone in our next episode. Thank you.